Well, if you've had a really hard week and it's seemed to drag on, maybe feeling like you're walking through a desert without water, or maybe it's been the best week of your life, regardless, we're glad that you're tuning in. We want to be that oasis of water, that encouragement for your soul, for your life, but especially for your relationships and your marriage. Well, hey, my name is Travis, and I am here with my wife, Dawn, and we want to welcome you to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Hey, everyone. It's so great to be with you here today, and honestly, I just have to echo what Travis said. Yeah, we would love to be that oasis for you where you feel like, hey, You just need that fresh drink of water, and hopefully we can provide that for you today. Along the way, we're doing the same thing that you guys are. We're married, and we're just loving the fight and just hanging in there and just trying to enjoy the the journey. Yeah, and life is all about keeping one foot in front of the other, but filling your bucket as you need it. And so that's something I think you kind of alluded to that, Don. We're always trying to fill our own buckets. We're always trying to keep putting that one foot in front of the other. And so today we've got a really great episode, uh, one that we're excited about because it's near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. But we've had a really fun last couple of weeks. Uh, We're coming out of the holidays. So we've been partying hard, uh, not with alcohol, but with our friends and Jesus and just having a great time. Um, but man, we are glad that you guys are listening. And I'm sure many of you guys have done the same the last couple of months. We have had lots of different people over from Thanksgiving on where we've probably hosted about eight to 10 times and either large groups, which we love to have large groups, but we also love to just connect with people, maybe another couple and just on a deeper level. But we love inviting people into our home for a chance for them to get to know us, see our home, not because we have an amazing home, but honestly, we just want them to know who we are and just really connect with them on a deeper level. Yeah, it, it, that's a powerful thing, isn't it, Don? Yeah. We can know everybody in our lives, you know, know them at work, know them at church, know them in the marketplace, uh, you know, or at the grocery store. But when people come into your home, there's like magic, right? There's something special, chemistry is, that yeah. takes place. You're kind of opening your soul yeah, to other are. people and you're like, hey, and this is And your dirty who... laundry and your dust and everything else that comes with the house. If you don't clean before they show <laughs> yeah, up, yeah. you're like, hey, this is who I am. You know, take me or leave me. And so there's there's something really, really special about that. And we're kind of addicted to we it. We are, yep. Something that's been a part of our marriage since the beginning. We've always wanted to have people people in our home. Um, it kind of, you know, we, we do it because we just love people, but then also it's just a way to really connect quickly with people. It feels like it just catapults the relationship when you invite them over to your home. Well, we've done this so much so in our life that honestly, I think our kids kind of grew up in an environment where man, mom and dad are having people over again and lots of people and lots of kids. So it kind of became a part of who they are as well. And I love hearing when they have, you know, when they host and how they host. But we were at our son's just this last weekend, and um, they had an epic New Year's Eve party. It was amazing. (laughs) It was huge. They're just in a stage two where they have three little kids, and all of their friends have little kids. So I think there was maybe 10 adults and like 20 kids, like all six and under. (laughs) Little bodies flying everywhere, having fun, um, you know, eating. It's funny. All the desserts were disappearing from the the, uh, food tables, (laughs) and moms and dads are like, oh, they haven't had any anything yet. And we're watching them take like 40 cookies. <laughs> we were watching from a grandparent's perspective. We probably, were. And it was funny. You can see the chocolate.
chocolate on their face and they're like, oh, they just took that and their parents said, no, because they're talking. Anyways, I just was, it was so excited, you know, to see my kids entertain and, you know, practice hospitality in this way because the minute people walked in their door, you know, they asked what they needed. They showed them where everything was. They were just making sure that their needs were met, communicating with them and making sure that everyone felt like they belong and that they were seen. And it's just, I was so proud of them. Um, that's something that I feel like we've wanted to be a part of our marriage and to see now our kids carrying on this same thing that we feel like is important. So today we actually just want to take some time and just talk about this thing called hospitality. Yeah. And hospitality is something we're passionate about, something that our kids do so, so well. They care deeply about others. But honestly, hospitality is a marriage superpower. It is, I yeah. happen to think, yeah. and I think you alluded to why, because, you know, we'll dig way more into it in a little bit, but it's literally like getting into a time machine with the people that you love and you care about. And it time warps, like you kind of alluded to that, that relationship forward by a year does, or two yeah. years, there's mm-hmm. something powerful about it. Well, hospitality is just important in so many ways individually, but it's really important in your marriage because honestly, as a couple, you get to do this together and you get to have a lasting impact on people all around you. If you maybe have an attitude of hospitality that will be a part of your marriage, you will actually have have the same attitude towards each other and wanting to meet the needs of each other as well. So it's just, again, it's just a vital part of marriage that I feel like it's fun as well. Yeah. And it's a vital part of marriage. What we would call a marriage superpower, something that a couple can do together that's unifying, uh, but it's often overlooked. Yeah. I mean, it's often overlooked or maybe people are just like, well, you know, we'll meet online or we'll meet at a coffee shop and then they miss out on this incredible thing. So why would we suggest that you cultivate a desire and a skill for hospitality? Well, because it's something you can do to breathe life into your marriage and in your it home, is, yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's so good. Now you might be on the fence and you might be thinking, well, I don't know about that. I don't love opening my home. I got to clean it top to bottom, you know, all of that. And I, yeah, I we think, make it way too hard. It I think we have do. To be that hard. Yeah. I think we do. I think what's important is sure. Get your house clean, but don't kill yourself. No. Just know that you can have people over and it's okay for them to see things. Not exactly perfect. Not everybody's baseboards are free of you know dust right. or their vents or their <laughs> fan blades or stuff that microwave fans, I mean, little areas that like sometimes we focus on way too much. Everybody has like problems with those areas. Oh man. And we don't want to let a little speck of dust or dust bunnies get in the way of us being able to connect and be a team and and host. And so we want to encourage you just keep listening to this episode. We're going to dig in a little bit more to that question about why cultivate a desire and a skill for hospitality. Well, before we can really answer that, we got to go down and kind of drill down further and just get simple. What on earth is hospitality? Yeah, let's just talk about that. What is hospitality? What is it? Well, according to dictionary.com, here's their definition. It's the friendly reception and treatment of guests or strangers. Hmm, I like the word friendly. Yes. <laughs> like it I jumped out at me too. Yeah. And then also strangers. Like, I like that definition. Like, not only people you know, but strangers. Friendly, you know, mean friendly to strangers. Uh, and that actually surprised me. It seemed yeah. weird at first. And then I was like, oh, but I really like that. Yeah. Like hospitality right. to people that we don't really know very well. Right. And yeah. Jesus even said that. He said, look, if you're just kind to the people that, you know, you're related to or that are nice to you back, then what have you gained? Right. And yeah. Jesus is like, no, no, no. Show hospitality, show love 
to strangers. So that's really cool. Well, Wikipedia puts it this way. They say hospitality is the relationship of a host towards a guest, wherein the host receives the guest with some amount of goodwill Hmm, and welcome. And this, of course, includes the reception and entertainment of guests, visitors, or strangers. Right, yeah. There's that word again, strangers. But this this is kind of a, a cool definition as well because it talks about good will. Right, yeah. I think the reason I like the the definition there in Wikipedia is because I like what it talked about. It's the relationship of a host towards a guest because that's two totally separate roles. Um, and so honestly, hospitality is more about the host and what, you know, what they're portraying, what they're giving. Yeah, there's a, a relationship and there's a goal yep. that the host has, a goal of, you know, and growing that relationship of making sure that that person really enjoys themselves. Well, I think one of the cool things about this marriage superpower, this thing, Don, you and I can do together. Other couples can do together. We can succeed. We can have relational wins side by side as we serve people and welcome them into our home. One of the other cool things about it is hospitality is in the Bible. It is. It's quite a few places. All over Mm -hmm. in the Bible, if you think about it. I mean, certainly there are verses that literally just say, hey, be hospitable or show hospitality. But then there are I mean, just example after example of incredible hospitality that are shown to other people. And we need uh, we need to be, um, you know, people that learn from those examples. Yep, I mean, I, yep. I even think of, uh, you know, the parable of the Good Samaritan. And what did the Good Samaritan? The Samaritan was considered a rejected person in their society. But this rejected person, this person that people thought was an outcast, was the one that showed hospitality yeah, to the man yep. that had been beat up and left for dead on the road. I mean... He showed incredible hospitality. But here's the the cool thing, too, is that this word hospitality in the Greek, it comes from the word philonexia. And philonexia means love for strangers. Hmm. There's that, that word. Wild. There's that stranger word. Yep. I think oh, the wow. Bible love has in, impacted a lot of dictionaries. Yeah, I think so, too. And a lot of different you know research places. But it, it means warmth shown to strangers. It, it means the readiness to share hospitality by entertaining in one's home. And this type of entertaining, I think what it's alluding to is, is like, kind of like what you talked about, about really making the guest uh, feel welcome mm, and yep. feel loved. I think that's really important. Now, again, the Greek word philonexia, here's what's fascinating about this Greek word straight out of the Bible. If you think about it, it's really two words that are put together. Um, Phylos, which is the first part of that word means friend and xenos, or the second part of that word means a stranger. And so that's how, according to helps word studies, like that's how we get, Hmm. um, you know, the, the word uh, hospitality is it's literally from the Bible. It means warmth, you know, it means uh, love or, or kindness shown, you know, to a stranger. Right. Yep. I think it's really good to understand what does hospitality actually mean in the definition. But we're going to go actually dive a little bit deeper into what hospitality actually is. And but we're going to start off on the opposite. We're going to talk about really quick what it is not, because I think sometimes we confuse this, but hospitality is not entertaining. Or, you know, honestly, we'll turn that around. Entertaining is not hospitality. According to LifeWay.com, entertaining is an elaborate host-centered spectacle where visitors are invited to admire the host's fine things and accomplished skills. 
Hospitality, on the other hand, has nothing to do with potpourri or appetizers and everything to do with putting others first. Hospitality focuses on serving, encouraging, and giving value to others. I love how they point mm, out so that good. hospitality is not entertainment. We're like, hey, we're going to entertain. We've been to people's houses before that were honestly had mansions. Just we walk in and we're like, this is amazing. We walked up to a doorway and it was like 20 feet tall and we had to knock on this. And we walked in and they were entertaining us at night because we left and we necessarily didn't want to come back because we got to see their beautiful things and their beautiful home, have great food. But the whole time we were there, we didn't feel like we belonged. We didn't feel like we were seen. It was just an awkward you know, time. And we left. We're like, no, they were entertaining us. They weren't showing us hospitality. Yeah. It was almost like we were, you know, on a tour for parade of homes and we were there to just experience their things right, yep. or experience their ability to be hospitable, um, in, in opulence. Yep. Uh, but then we've been to other people's homes who have mansions and they just hug you right? Yes. and they make you feel yeah. like royalty and they make you feel seen. And, you know, really, it really doesn't matter. It's just, it's just some people, you know, have a, a heart to want to, you know, project that warmth yep. to, even if you're a stranger, that yep. friendliness, that warmth. And it's such a good thing. I think it's just key to remember that honestly, entertaining is not hospitality. So just because you have someone over for dinner, doesn't mean that you're showing them hospitality because hospitality, we're going to go on now and just explain a little bit what hospitality is. Yeah. Well, hospitality, just to be clear, is an action. It is love in action. And so where do we get that Greek word that we just talked about a little bit ago? Well, it comes right out of Romans 12, and we'll just read it. Verse 9 is where it begins, and you can feel that love in action. Here's what it says. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. I feel that hospitality yeah. bubbling up already. Here's what it says. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. And then it ends with this. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. There you go. That's right there. Yeah. Tells us to practice hospitality. Practice hospitality. That's that Philonesia word of where it's combining friend with that love towards a stranger. So being able to practice it. But I think there's some things there that are important. Honor one another above yourselves. And so when we've experienced great hospitality or our guests have experienced that, we walk away feeling honored. Right. Absolutely. Do yep. your guests walk away from you as a husband and wife, as you had people in your home or you've experienced them somewhere else and you hosted them, did they feel yeah, honored? Did they walk yeah. away going, oh my gosh, I've felt seen. I'm important. I I want to come back. Yep. It's a whole start from the time that they ring the doorbell to the time that they leave. It's everything in between making them feel welcome, meeting their needs, making sure that your guests are the highest prior priority um, and that you are just making sure that all of their needs are met. I love, I love the concept of hospitality. When you are in an environment where someone is truly being hospitable, you can feel it because honestly, hospitality is an action. Well, hospitality is also, it's an attitude. I know yesterday when we were driving home, I said, I looked at you and I'm like, wait, you know, is hospitality a personality trait? Like, is it, I, know, I really yeah. had, I was just questioning it. So what did I do? I Googled it. I'm like, Hey, let me Google it. And I couldn't find it anywhere that hospitality, you know, was a personality trait. But what I did find a few times is that hospitality is just, it's an attitude. According to the gift of hospitality.com, hospitality at its core 
It's an attitude. It's an attitude of generosity. It says you are a welcome here. It anticipates the needs of guests or strangers. It makes someone want to stay a little longer. It makes someone want to come back again. It has a power to disarm people as they let their guard down and settle in. It lets someone know that you care. Like you cannot get a better definition of what um, hospitality is when it comes to an attitude than that. That's what hospitality is. Honestly, it's completely opposite of narcissism, selfishness, uh, you know, just having your eyes fully focused on yourself. I believe that'd be egocentrism. I mean, it's, it's like, no, my life right now, as you are in my home or, or I'm hosting you somewhere else, my life is all about you. Right. It's all about you. I know when I have um, left in the past, like we've left a church and I've said goodbye. I remember one year um, we left and I was saying goodbye to my coworkers who I just loved. And I remember writing in their card a quote that I heard from a movie, but it's something I want to really live by. And the quote is this, they may forget what you said, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And that's when I think of hospitality in a whole, I think of, man, how are you making people feel and everything in my life? Like with my coworkers, the reason I put that in their card is I, I want them always to remember how I made them feel. Did I make them feel special and loved and seen and known? And that's just the heart of hospitality. What is hospitality? Hospitality is also, it's inclusive. Um, another difference between hospitality and entertaining is actually who's going to be invited to the party, right? Who's invited? Hospitality honestly extends invitations to everybody. It doesn't matter their age, their economic status, their their gender. Hospitality is just inclusive. Yeah, and that's so important because, I mean, if you think about Jesus, did Jesus have favorites? No, not at all. Did Jesus like people because they had money or didn't have money? I mean, did he like people because they were popular and powerful or because they were unknown, weak, and, you know, forgotten? Right. No, he included Everybody. He was, yeah, he was actually often criticized for included, including everybody. The Pharisees did not like him because he always included everybody. He was the ultimate includer. And if you have that gift, man, use that gift. I know, Don, you and I, when we take our strengths finder tests or whatever, they come back that we're both includers. We don't want anybody sitting by themselves no, or being outcasts in life. And so we enjoy including people and honoring them and loving them and serving them. But if it's something that you don't have that you you know need to work at, certainly we need to develop that within us. But it's also like we talked about, it's a choice. It's something that we can choose to do. And, um, you know, it gets easier. It gets better. I know I have a hard time often walking into a room or being in a room if I'm talking with someone and then I notice someone over the corner of my eye that they're just all by themselves. It's like, I cannot focus on the person I'm talking to anymore. (laughs) All I'm like, I got to go. I got to go to them. I got to, you know, make sure that they feel like they belong, that they're being seen. And oftentimes I'll, you know, I'll walk over there or pull them over. I'll introduce two people. So then one person's not alone in them, but it's just ingrained in me. I cannot stand it when people are all alone. I just want them to feel like they belong. Cause that's the worst feeling is to walk in somewhere and like, man, I just don't feel like I should be here. Yeah. And, and it's funny you say that. Cause that's exactly the way I feel. I can't relax or enjoy myself. If I feel like somebody's all by themselves, I can't either at all. <laughs> it's just the worst. It's like torture in my brain. And so I, I know recently we were hanging out with some people. I'm like, I just love talking to this person and hanging out with them. But I also realized 
They weren't connecting with anybody else and they would come up to me and talk to me. And so, man, I wanted to go out of my way to engage them and make them feel comfortable and try to get them connected in other conversations with other people. So they felt included. Well, we know that hospitality is an action. It's an attitude. It is inclusive, but it is also one thing that we have to always remember is that hospitality can be shown everywhere you go. Oh you my. don't have yes. to just invite them over to your house to you know practice hospitality. No, everywhere you go, you can practice hospitality wherever you're not the new person. You yeah. can show hospitality yep, exactly. to someone who is new or whenever you see a need, you can be the one to meet that need. And you can, you know, I don't know, you can just practice it everywhere. I feel like people limit themselves like, okay, now you're in my home. I'm not, that's the only time I'm going to practice hospitality. No. How about at church or in school, family gatherings or at work, like practice hospitality everywhere you go. I know one thing, Travis, that you do. I've wanted to mention this before. Oh, am I in trouble? (laughs) No, is that you're always so concerned if people have something to drink, like so much so that you ask constantly, hey, can I get you Or if you're drinking something, if you're drinking something, even if we're out somewhere, you know, like not at home, you're like, hey, can I get you a drink? Or do you want a drink? You know, you're just always concerned (laughs) of making sure that people are well hydrated. (laughs) I do that with food too. You do, yes. Every now and then I'll empty our cupboard or fridge when we have people over, I'm like, Hey, would you like some food? And then I give them 40 options, which is horrible. But I just think it's so important if people realize that you can practice hospitality because it's an attitude and that attitude and that action should be carried with you everywhere. It should be a part of our DNA just ingrained in us because why? Because honestly, it's in the Bible. The passage you just read said, practice hospitality. Yeah. Show love for all those other people. Well, hey, why practice hospitality? What are the benefits? We want to give you a couple things really quickly as we kind of wind this episode down and talking about this marriage superpower. We think it is. We think it's helpful to marriage to bond you as a team in your home or out in, you know, wherever you're at, out and about. But here's a couple really quick ideas that are huge benefits. When you practice hospitality, man, it's fulfilling what God wants. God, again, all over in his word, the Bible says to be hospitable. It even says to, you know, um, show hospitality to strangers because you might be entertaining angels, right, like yeah. angels sent mm-hmm. from heaven. So it's all over in the Which Bible. Which would be but so cool. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> least, yeah. It would be great. I hope I would pass the test. I know. I <laughs> hope so too. But here's the thing too. It's like um, we see these examples, but it, it also another benefit is it makes us closer to Jesus. I mean, Jesus was not only the ultimate includer, but the greatest uh, person when it comes to hospitality. Yeah, greatest example. Huge hospitality. Mm. Like his first miracle was at a wedding where he turned water into wine. And that wasn't his job, but right. he was willing to do it. And he fed what, the 5,000 and the 4,000. Like he fed a lot of people. Like that was hospitality. So you're blaming me for giving too, <laughs> people too much to drink and too much to eat. But you guys get the right. idea. It also is a benefit because you experience rich and deep community. What does it do? It removes loneliness. Oh, that's the best. That means that no one's going to be standing in a room all alone by themselves, including yourself. When you open your home and you invite all those people over, it's so powerful. It changes your soul. It also increases gratitude when you serve others. It's like, wow, I appreciate being served. I appreciate the feeling of, of, of being honored and loved. And so when you do that for others, then you start to realize the value of what it's like to receive that. And lastly, iron sharpens iron. So when you are around others with faith and similar values, you you all become stronger together. Right. Yeah. And that is such a powerful superpower I think so too. for yeah. a couple in their marriage. 
I just want to throw in something really quick. I think I want to just take off the pressure that people may feel of, hey, my house isn't clean enough or big enough or whatever. Like, honestly, that's a lie. Like when I go to a person's house, it doesn't matter to me what it looks like or how clean it is. Honestly, it's more how they make me feel. I could go into the messiest house and a person could love me. And I would just think that I was in like a mansion in heaven. Like it all comes down to how, how they make me feel. And so I just want to take off the pressure. Like, don't feel like you have to have your fine china. Paper plates work great. You can have paper plates. You can have, honestly, just some uh, butcher paper and throw out some chips and salsa and like, just eat from there. It doesn't matter what it was. You can have generic pop if you want or (laughs) generic cheese. It doesn't have to be the best of everything because sometimes entertaining, you know, entertaining can get expensive. Hospitality is just honestly that feeling that can be. Oh, it's serving and loving people. Yeah. And we've been to other countries, both of us had been in homes where they're just dirt floors and people gave us their best oh, man. and they yeah. honored us. And we were like, oh, I'd come back here a thousand times. I, I love that you said that, Don. You know, I just want to end with this. So I want to ask you all, how are you doing at this? Have you thought about what you could be missing out on by not showing hospitality in your home or out in public or at work? Are you maybe you taking the steps to make everyone feel comfortable and welcomed and taking the part as a host Or are you always continually taking the part as a guest and having others serve you? So where, what is your role? Are you the host or are you the guest? And honestly, as couples, as married couples, are you hosts or are you guests? Are you practicing hospitality on a regular basis? This is a a key ingredient, I think, to a healthy marriage. Yeah. And maybe this is a little extreme, but let me throw in another question. Who do you most want to be aligned with? Jesus and serving others? or yourself Mm, and selfishness. That's a little extreme, a little bit hard, but it's a challenging question. I have to ask myself, start with me and you, Don. And on the bright side, hospitality is a blast. You will get to know so many cool people. It's just incredible. And have great experiences. Well, hey, with that, guys, we want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, guys, you can do it. You got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time.